Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. What's happening? I hope all is well so far this week, whatever day it may be. I hope you had a great week last week. Um, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, still on quarantine, but alive and well, healthy here in this house. Um, well, minus my niece. She uh, came down with strep somehow, you know. She figures out a way to get sick somehow in the midst of everybody else being healthy. So we are in quarantine of quarantine. quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I mean, limited trips to the kitchen. Can't nobody come downstairs. You know, we out here um, just playing it safe while still pleading the blood of Jesus over our lives, especially the life of Azariah, as she is still just two and a half months old lord help us i know man this is this is a trip this is something else honestly Mm. um but i'm gonna go ahead and pray so heavenly father i thank you lord for just the time and the the um desire to please your heart father i pray that you open up our minds and allow um us to be led by you holy spirit guide us through this conversation and i pray lord that you reach out to those who are listening father i pray that you encourage their hearts their minds lord god and continue to allow them the desire to seek you, Father. It's in the strong and mighty name of Jesus, I do pray. Amen. Amen. So what's up? All right. So, of course, Marquise loves for me to start things. Yes, Lord. I don't know why. Anyways, um, so once the Rona came out and it became this big, huge deal, um, I was telling him how grateful I was that we were obedient with the name Azariah. Because when I first heard the name um, it was in like 2018. And at the time I was not thinking about children, having children. There were no, uh, nothing, <laughs> just bottom line. There was nothing there. But I, I heard the name. I knew, I understood it as this is going to be the name of our child. I thought it was going to be a son. I'm going to just throw it out there. Cause I did too. In the Bible, Azariah is actually Daniel's homeboy. <laughs> um, so, you know, to my surprise, when we found out that it was a girl, um, the desire to be obedient suddenly left because I don't want my daughter out here with a boy's name, but it's such a beautiful name that it fits both ways. Thank the Lord. So we, with that being said, Sorry. we played, no, it's perfect. We played with the name. We played with other names, um, but we, <laughs> what? I was going to make fun of you. Oh. They always trying to name my child Chloe. No. No, I wasn't. No. I said, um, I said there's, what do you think about it? There's nothing wrong with the name <laughs> Chloe, but I just, you know, that wasn't even a thought after the thought. I've probably only met like one Chloe in my life, and that was like when I started working in November. Oh. I mean- of this year. Oh, when you got to work. Yeah, when I got to work, there was a girl uh, who worked there named Chloe, and that was literally the only Chloe I had in mind, so I was like, no. For those of you who've ever named a child, you know that that's probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, except when it's not, <laughs> except when it's not. Um, so, um so I'm not going to lie, obviously. So when I first heard the name Azariah, I did not like it. I was like, no. Nobody's going to be able to say that. <laughs> first of all. Secondly, like, that's just not, like, 
that's not where I was <laughs> going when I thought to have children to name my child something that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was never something that I thought I would do. Like on attendance, Azur. Azur. What do people say now? Azaria. Azaria, yeah. Oh, that's unique. And then that's it. Yeah. No. But um, anyways, we can go on and on about people saying their names. (laughs) But um, so I was like, you know, that's just, that wasn't my plan. Mm -hmm. But okay. Also, wasn't my plan to have a child anytime soon. So I wasn't giving it much thought. Well, once we were getting closer to my due date, I'm like, okay, I still, we were telling people um, that we didn't have a name. Yeah. Sorry, I, I may have stretched the truth a little bit on that one. Well, at the time, though, it was true. We were not 100% sure that we were going to go with Azariah. Um, and then we still were, weren't sure if we were going to go with Azariah or... What's the... What is it? Azaria. Azaria. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To make it a little more feminine, you know? Right. So we were just... I don't know. Out we here. Were we were out here just going in circles. Um, So then by the time January came, it was like, well, this is it. Like, th- we're naming her Azariah because I don't have any other name. No other name gave me peace. Um, The only reason that I was still playing with it was, again, it was just like, that wasn't my idea. So I'm yeah. not sure if we should just do this. And then what if, what if. It was for a boy, like yeah, you know, like is that is that? Can they both have the same name? One is Azariah and the other is Azaria. Like, how does the how's that gonna work? Yeah, like, are we messing this up? Are we messing this up? But we don't know. I mean, we just had to do it because I think, and now we know. Okay, so skip forward to her being here now. And if you've listened to the podcast any of them in 2020 you already know that um Azariah has been through so much um from coming early to early uh, and I say early three days three days only three days early but the whole labor incident (laughs) to the flu to the flu again possibly corona you know yeah um and now she's living through corona and all i could say was you know marquise i'm just grateful that we were obedient because had we not named her azariah which means that yahweh is helping and it's so fitting it's so fitting even so when we were in the hospital with her um when they were trying to make her so they test test her for everything because she's so young so they wanted a source of her fever and they couldn't find it. They needed a source for her fever. Like oh. that's the one thing they kept saying after every test. Well, we still don't have a source, so we need to try something else. And we still don't have a source, so we're gonna go ahead and send her cultures over to the lab and and run them for five full days because we need a source. And so I had a friend who asked me like, so what do you call her? Do you you have a name for her? I said I call her Azariah, because. Everyone else has a nickname for her, but she's not <laughs> going to know her name if I also come up with a nickname. So I call her Azariah. Now, what I didn't say was because that's the name God gave her. But let me tell you, when we were in that hospital, that's all I said. Azariah, Azariah, Azariah. Because what I knew was 
God gave you this name for a reason. So we're going to make it through this. Um, it was a uh, terrible, terrible time. But what I knew was that there was purpose behind the name. And there was purpose in her. So there was no way that, one, they were going to find anything. Because it had been, what, 48 hours? Yeah, it, it had already Still been a nothing. few days. Um, by this time, even the nurses are like, oh, maybe it's a fluke. Oh, maybe it was just too hot in y'all's room. Like, yeah, sure, we'll go with it. But <laughs> let us out of here. Please. Um, and I told, I even told Marquise, I said, you know, when people ask us what's going on, we should just tell them we were obedient and we named our child the name that God gave her. And because of that, we're continually proclaiming that God has helped. We're it's it's it is us reclaiming a promise that God has given. Yes. And the promise is that He has helped and He will continue to help. Um, and that's just because we are His children. When when she was in the womb we would pray I mean I would pray, Danielle would pray. Danielle was praying, shoot, when she was twelve years old she was praying for her children. But um, when she was actually pregnant is when I started praying, just like, Lord, I give you this child. I, I offer her to you f- to be used for your glory. Like her name is, is literally just in a faith walk. Yeah. It's just like, OK, we gave her this odd but beautiful name. Um, and now, Lord, we get to see you move in her life, in our lives, because, I mean, up to this point, you've helped us and you continue to help us. So. Now, every time, anytime anything is wrong or anytime we say her name, we're reminded that God has helped us Mm -hmm. up to this point. God is helping us now. And so, um, again, grateful for the name, grateful for the experience, although it was terrifying. It's still just a reminder of how how good God is. Um, so we the name I. I got the name from the Holy Spirit, but then when I heard the name, I went, I'm like, I know I've seen this before. I've heard it somewhere. Where did I see it? But it's in Daniel. Um, And so where it's significant is when Daniel, or so a lot of people know the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. (laughs) Uh, But they don't know their real names. Right. And um Abednego is uh is Azariah. Azariah. Yeah. So with Daniel, they get thrown into without Daniel. Huh? They don't Daniel's not there. Right. But those are his friends. Yeah. But they get thrown into a fiery furnace. So hot it kills the soldiers that take them up and throw them into the furnace. Mm-hmm. Um, but they come out and there's nothing wrong with them. Completely unsinged. They don't even smell like smoke. And that's what 2020 is right now. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> a fiery furnace. Um, there's so much going on around us. There's so much going on on the news. Um, I mean, dude, there's just so much going on. There are people who are bunkered down in fear. Granted, now, this this is the virus is serious, but there is not. There is no fear for those of us who believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, we should be cautious and we should practice social distancing because this virus is a very real thing. But at the same time, we have something that frees us from this. There should be no reason for us to be 
speaking doubt like, oh man, these so-and-so is going to die. So-and-so is, is sick. Like, yeah, they may be sick, but you also have the thing that could cure their sickness. You you have the power of the Holy Spirit inside uh, of you as you pray. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> as I just burped, I excuse, excuse her. Um, I lost my train of thought. Um, um, well, I can start with Daniel 3. Go ahead. 19. Okay, so then it says, Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men wearing these robes, trousers, and turbans and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that were tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the most high God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire and the governors and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own. Um, so I say... I read all of that to say that even in this time. In the furnace, in the middle of it. And y'all, trust me. So we heard, so yesterday yeah. I woke up, I'm giving, about to give Azariah a bath. And Marquise's mom comes down like, well, Callie has a fever. And my first thought was that I'm going to pack up all of my stuff. I'm going to take my daughter and we're just going to go. And come back when this is all over. Because this is, is so much pressure. I mean, I'm like, how how does this happen? How did, first of all, I don't even like winter. So I could not believe that I was having a baby in winter. And then in flu season. And now coronavirus. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? She has a fever. And so I just, I pray. I calm down. And I realized this is the furnace. This is the furnace. Jesus is here. God has helped. We're going to make it through this. And that's all I could. That's all I could do. Now, I know most of y'all listening were probably like, yeah, leave. Go ahead. Do it. It's only right because <laughs> you got a two month old. And trust me, trust me. I don't I don't even know. Without the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't have made it this far. I know that. But. I also know that this is part of her testimony and it is our duty to be obedient um, to get her to where God has designed her to be and not make abrupt changes or fall for some kind of, I don't know, fear that it's not meant for her to make it through this. She's made it through the womb. She made it through the flu. 
She'll make it through coronavirus. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's a very real thing to be afraid of something like like that. Like, mm-hmm. straight up, I mean, she had a fever. The first thing I, did, I started praying, I was like, Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus over my daughter because, I mean, at two months old, she's susceptible to anything. And, I mean, it's it's terrifying when you have something that's out here killing hundreds of people or thousands of people across the world a day and to not know what Kaliana had. Because, I mean, this week, we allowed Callie to hold Azariah. So, oh, you know, it's Jesus. just like... Now she's not gonna hold her again, <laughs> not for a long, long time. I'm, I'm just that's just real. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, like we we allowed that to happen, and so now you can imagine how we feel. Okay, mm-hmm. so they say this thing incubates for a while, and then it shows itself, and so I'm like, okay, Lord, does that mean is is that mean that something may happen to like? It's it's quick to get to thinking and start doubting and be afraid. And Especially get... because if she got it, we all got exactly. it. Exactly. Like, we all been in the house together. Together. Quarantined together. Now, all of a sudden, you got a fever. Where did you get... Excuse you. Out of nowhere, <laughs> where'd you get the fever? Please. Like, you, you, you haven't been around anybody else. So, yeah. what happened? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It was uh, definitely... Definitely something that's, uh, <laughs> thank Woo. you, Lord. Yeah. That's all I can say. Um, way has helped. <laughs> yeah. So in the sense of names, uh, I wanted to look at Genesis chapter 17 when Abram, when God changes Abram's name to Abraham, um, it's chapter 17, verse five, and then I'll probably read another, I'll read verse 15, but it says, um, this is God talking to Abraham. I'll read verse four also, three and four. At this, Abram fell down on the ground, fell face down on the ground. Then God said to him, this is my covenant with you. I will make you the father of a multitude of nations. What's more, I am changing your name. It will no longer be Abram. Instead, you will be called Abraham, for you will be the father of many nations. And skip down to verse 15, and it says, Then God said to Abraham, Regarding your wife, or regarding Sarai, your wife, her name will no longer be Sarai. From now on, her name will be Sarah. So, looking at this, meanwhile, Abraham, Abraham is 99 years old. He's been walking with God since he was 75, so you know, they've got some rapport built up. Um, so, you look back at the story of Abraham and you realize that he's been obedient all the way up until this point so god knows that he can trust him with his promise um so now abram which means exalted father is now changed to the father of many so every time someone called abraham it was literally just in an it was an acknowledgement of god's promise so it was a reminder of the covenant that God made with Abraham. And so the same thing with Azariah. Anytime we hear her name, it is just an acknowledgement of of what God has said and what God has already done. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just a powerful thing because it's so easy to forget. Like in yesterday morning, in one click of news, we were like, Ooh. oh my gosh, we got, damn, I got to get out of here. <laughs> me, I'm I didn't over- say it out loud, just FYI. <laughs> so when my mom told me, I I just pray for Danielle. I was like, Lord, um, I just pray that you help her mind, help her calm down because, I mean, 
dude. What is a mother supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. Mama bear, like, claws out. Let's go. So, it's just, it's a reminder. It's a reminder, and that's the reminder that we need sometimes. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And looking from Sarai to Sarah... So I looked it up and it said it may be a change in dialect from Ur, which is where they were from, to Canaan, which is where they're at and where the future is promised to them. And so that's just uh, every time that her name is called, it's a reminder that I was in Ur, I was back there, and now I am in the place of where God has promised me, God has promised my future generations. And so again, it's a reminder of I was, now I am mm-hmm. in the place where God has called me to be. God has promised me to be. And so, honestly, both name changes are forward-focused while letting go of the past. Abram was an exalted father, and now he's going to be the father of many. Abraham had mm. no, he had one illegitimate child, but yes, God... he didn't wait patiently for his promised one. Yes, <laughs> but God said, I'm going to make you the father of many with the child that I provide you Mm. next year. So the thing that Abram already did was not included in the promise that God had for his people, being the the children of Abraham, the people of Israel. But God still was loving enough and kind enough to make a covenant with him and provide that. Um, So yeah, I think that your name and, and the things that, that people call you as far, I mean, Azariah, it's just, it's a reminder. Um, it's a change. A change of a name is an announcement of a blessing, mm-hmm. at least in the Bible. And so. There's just of, so much power in what you answer to. Yeah. Um, and so understanding, because what would have happened if we weren't obedient and named her something else? Chloe. first of all i think that chloe has a meaning too yeah Um, i'm sure it does anyways i mean regardless i was going to look up the name and understand the meaning of the name before (laughs) i named her whatever i came up with yeah but um it was just the idea that that her name came to me two years before she was even born born and then i and I knew at the time I didn't like it. And it took me all nine months to really be like, I, I like it. I like it. Okay, I like it. Because she was set on Azaria for a minute. No, it was not. Because um, we thought it was a boy. Or we hoped it was a boy. Prayed that it was a boy. But thank you, Jesus. We have a girl. She's still... Yeah, anyways. So, I said all that to say, um, not just... Azariah, but anyone in anything, what you what you answer to matters because that's what you're proclaiming um, over your life, over the life of your child. Like now that we're out here having kids, y'all, this is something that we need to think about as well. Um, I I would encourage you to name your child something that is of God, something that is a promise of God, something that proclaims victory in your life and their life and in the life of, of their children as well. Like it's a it's if you're continually reminded of the promise of God, it's something that you will end up having to believe because you've heard it so much. At least that's what I think because mm-hmm. now I'm convinced. Like I'm convinced that God has helped. I've seen it, I've said it and I've seen it. And so 
I'm just a a walking testimony or a walking example of what it's like. Exactly. Exactly. And and more than that too, it's like as parents, it seems like you just automatically are in worry mode. Um it's because, hard to get out of it. Yeah. You can't there's nothing that you can do besides protect, protect, protect. We don't even speak the same language. <laughs> like it's so hard for me to figure out what's wrong with her. Precisely. So um, to call them something that has power, um, that came from such a powerful God gives you a piece that you need. I mean, because, oh my goodness, I, I don't, I don't know how you can rest otherwise if you don't have peace from God in this season. That's just point blank period. Straight up. So what is our point? Is that we're grateful that we were obedient. We're not saying name your child something from the Bible. We're not saying that if you already have a child. And you change their name. Yeah. We're not telling <laughs> we're not you to telling change anybody's you. name. What we're saying is that we were obedient in naming our child what God said. And boom, here's the time where he's like, see, I knew what I was doing all along. Yeah. When you thought it would be cute, I knew it would be purposeful. And... At that time, I could tell you, he's right. And this time, I could tell you, he's right. Still right. <laughs> Still right. So, you know, trust trust that when you hear something from God, when you hear God speaking to you concerning things that may not matter to you at the moment, listen. Because you never know the next time Rona pops up. Yeah, they say it could be in the fall. So, <laughs> I'm just, just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, I say all that to say that we, we're just grateful, um, that we were obedient, that we know that we're going to make it through this. We are definitely praying for you guys. Um, thank you for continuing to, to listen and support us. Mm -hmm. I pray that your seek of God continues in this tough time and that you are a light for somebody who may be in the darkness who may be struggling with anxiety or fear especially in this time so um yeah we'll continue to pray for y'all danielle would you pray us out yes father god i bind up the spirit of fear right now in the name of jesus you have not given us the spirit of fear but you have given us power love and a sound mind father god so we will operate with power love and a sound mind father god forgive us for any time that we have doubted forgive us for any time that we have cowered in in fear of um what has been broadcasted father god without seeking you first lord god and i pray for every person listening to this podcast father god that they seek you first father god that they seek your wisdom that they seek your power that they get strength from you father god knowing that you have the whole world in your hands father god the earth is yours and the fullness thereof, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that you will continue to lead us. You will continue to guide us, Father God. I thank you that you will continue to protect us, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you that your son has already died for every disease, every illness, every sickness, Father God. And Corona has nothing on you. So we thank you, Lord God, that you are still in control. In Jesus' name, Jesus amen. Name. Amen.